Okay, and we're back. Welcome to another episode of the Fitness Education Podcast by me, Rob Matthews Coaching. And today is going to be carrying on from last week's episode, which, yeah, it was deep. Um, I'm recording these at the same time, obviously, with them being 10 things I wish I knew when I was younger. This is obviously part two. So make sure if you haven't already listened to part one, it gives you a lot of the brief as to why I decided to do this podcast um, why I think it's important to do this podcast in this month of the year, obviously being November, and just for you to get to know me a wee bit more personally um, as I share a bit more of my story, just as I will in this episode. So from this episode, we're going to go from 6 till 10, and yeah, I'll quickly run through the first five now, so make sure if you haven't already, obviously go back and listen to it so you can understand them, but just so that you've got the process as we're working through them all together. Number one was understanding awareness and education is key. Number two is movement can mask pain, be willing to sit and accept. Number three is people may not understand, however they will listen. Four, perspective self-actualization can be a powerful tool. With number five being higher levels bring higher devils and that was the concept by Ned Brockman um, that we spoke about. So yeah, we're going to go straight into it. Um, I will say at the start, if this is something that you enjoy, if this is something you find helpful, please share. It obviously does a lot for me if you share it, if you listen, if you rate it, whatever you decide to do, share it with a mate, it will help me. So please do that. That's all I'm going to ask as obviously I'm being quite vulnerable and sharing these sorts of things and yeah, if I can get something from it, even better. And even if it's just you messaging me to say you enjoyed it and you found it powerful or whatever you decide to say, <laughs> as long as it's positive, um, I'll be really grateful for it and I really appreciate it. So without further ado, yeah, let's keep this conversation rolling and yeah, let's get into it. So number six is following on from number five, obviously, was higher levels bring higher devils. And with that, I thought of number six being use self-doubt as a motivator rather than the reason you stop. Imposter syndrome can be a positive. Now, that'll be a lot to take in for a lot of people. Um, in terms of hearing that, I feel like that is definitely going to be something that people disagree with or maybe doesn't work for them. But obviously, this is personal to me and this is something that I've always done and it's something that I remember my marathon prep um, was definitely something that I used as a stonewall and sort of that getting myself up and out of the door early in terms of using self-doubt as a motivator rather than the reason you stop and this is something that I've spoke about before before and it's something that I call fuck you energy so if you hear people doubt you if you hear people criticize what you're doing if you hear people say that you can't do something fucking prove them wrong I, I've not I've not swore in the last episode and I was trying not to swear this whole time as I wanted it to be something that everyone could listen to and not get annoyed at. But it, it is fuck you energy. It's knowing yourself worth. It's knowing that if you give your word to something that you can fucking do it and you'll do it to the best of your ability. And that if people tell you that you can't, don't let that be the reason that you stop. So often we don't do things because people talk us out of why the idea may be stupid, why it may be silly or why it might not work that there might only be a 2% chance that it'll come off or that it'll go well. You know, if I listened to everything people told me, I wouldn't have come to uni, I wouldn't have been a PT, I wouldn't, I'd still be fucking depressed, I still wouldn't be here. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be here, and I know that. If I listened to everything that people told me, I would be in a rut, I'd be back to a place where I don't want to be, and yeah, I probably wouldn't be here, and that's the harshness and reality of the situation, is that 
people will always doubt you people will always tell you why you can't do something it may even be your friends and family it may be people that are supporting you and they don't want to see the chance of you failing and therefore they'll just tell you not to bother at all and it's why I've added on to the caveat of it as imposter syndrome as a positive and it's for me it really is and it's something that really should be utilized more and it's a sign that you're doing well it's a sign that you are seeking discomfort it's a sign that you're going outside of your comfort zone that if you are getting these thoughts that oh, I don't know what I'm doing I'm just winging it or you know I, I just don't even know where to start it's something completely brand new guess what that is you challenging yourself that is you doing different it is daring to be different and it's daring to be someone better than the rest it's someone who's going to be in that top percent it's going to be someone who does something differently that brings eyes to them that raises awareness and shares a positive message it's the same way you know obviously we're doing this as I'm saying as being a Movember ambassador I could easily not talk about my story I could easily just share the key messages and that would be enough and I'll tick the box but I don't I want to go above I want to do something that is you know, really spreading the message that is really daring to be different. And that is the imposter syndrome as I sit there on the radio last night, as I sit there in a newspaper article, as I sit there getting interviewed, whatever it may be, or whether it even just be talking to one person, every time I open up, I get that imposter syndrome feeling of this could bounce back horribly. This could be someone who tells me to, who they don't care, that they're not listening and they're not going to, you know, understand what I'm saying or whatever it may be. They may say that, you know, I could get someone that debates me that, they don't even agree with mental health, they say it's a choice, whatever, you know, that they go down this long route of disagreeing with me, which would obviously be stupid. Um, but they could, they could fight back and they could say that Movember's, you know, that's that's a thing that we've had. We've had that people say Movember's only for men and we obviously then have to fight back with the stats and show that why we change the face of men's mental health can have a really positive impact on women's mental health as well and how the two can correlate and how we can all work in unison for a greater picture. But coming back to that is that using self-doubt as a motivator rather than the reason that you stop. Do not let anyone else be the reason you do not do something. You decide what you do. Be unapologetically you and keep moving forward. Keep daring to be different and keep pushing yourself outside of that comfort zone. Seek imposter syndrome, seek change and seek movement. That got very passionate out of uh, <laughs> nowhere. Um, but I'm glad it did and like I said, it's something that you know, too many people hear people doubting themselves and they convince themselves that then people must be right when in reality then people are jealous that they've not been willing to do something that you are. So yeah, we'll leave that as number six. Hopefully um, that was powerful for a few people who maybe do listen to others and it's your sign to just do something differently today. Number seven is you don't need to be so heavily focused on the future. Enjoy the moment. And this is definitely something that you know, the closest people to around me have instilled in me. This is something that I was not able to do myself and hence why I wish I knew it when I was younger is I constantly thought ahead. I constantly thought about the next job, the next mission, the next goal, the next task, whatever it was, it was never um, enjoyable because I was constantly just worried about the next thing that I had to do. And yeah, it just led to a lack of joy it, led to a lack of processing and you know I'd have these great moments in my life that I never really enjoyed because yeah I just think next job and the sort of concept is it is to slow down obviously we spoke about being willing to sit and accept the moment um 
in terms of when you're facing a negative emotion or say a darker day and this is just the opposite end of the spectrum is that it's not getting high on your own supply but it's being willing to know and being willing to take a step back to enjoy a moment to say that this could be a core memory that this is something I'm really proud of doing I know you know thinking um to show how personal this is for me is even my marathon only a year ago now um I finished that marathon and I started crying and yeah I remember I started crying to my dad and I was just saying thank you um for the support that he'd shown me and you know to the people around me um at the time who'd done so much work to help me get to where I needed to be in terms of moral support and I was also upset that I didn't hit a certain time and it took you know the people around me um you know shout out to my brothers shout out to Laura shout out to uh, my dad shout out to my mum to just you hit me back to reality of um what I was doing was amazing you know I'd raised money for a great charity um and I'd raised so much awareness you know I'd been posting on my Instagram daily giving updates whether it be stories whether it be posts um for four months in the lead up to it you know 120 days of that consistency I'd done a four month prep where I didn't miss a single session even when injured even when had, having rugby you know no matter the circumstances I turned up every single day got it done and yet when I finished my mind was focused on oh I didn't hit a certain time and it took these people um my friends my family pulling me back to go just sit down and enjoy the moment enjoy that you've just finished something that you've put you know your heart and your soul into for four months and I remember being sat there my feet absolutely um broken basically with a broken toe hamstring was uh torn on a grade three and put my feet in ice water in a little deck chair with my uh charity vest on and just looking at the people around me and going like this is what it's about and that all the messages I'd share tried to share about mental health and you know doing these things for yourself challenging yourself and it was like this was the reason that you challenge yourself to show the true support around you that you know even if you do these individual efforts whether it be challenges of say marathons ultras whatever it is that you decide to do whether it's movement for mo uh hosting out your own mo event whatever it is is that you know it's not about the individual effort it's about the people around you it's about those true friends that do care and that will support you they won't criticize you they won't self-doubt you and even if they do doubt you a little bit um they're doing it for your best interest and that they'll always be there no matter what their internal opinion is externally they will always show you that true support and help you in whatever way so yeah learn to enjoy the moment you don't need to be so heavily focused on the future and if you do get focused on the future, because I'm still not perfect at it now, have a couple of moments, whether it be an evening where you journal, whether you sit there with a friend and just accept sort of a silent sort of moment and just appreciate where you are, appreciate how they're there for you and appreciate how you're there for them. And yeah, tell people that you appreciate them more. That's certainly, you know, talking about it now, that's something I'm going to do as soon as this podcast ends is actually just phone them, those people up that I've just mentioned, my friends, my family, and just say thank you for everything that they do. Say thank you that, you know, life can be tough and yet no matter how stupid I get with these ideas of what I want to do next and challenges, they're always there to say, 
you know, when I tell them, they always go, for God's sake, here's another challenge, but how can we help? You know, and, and I love that they have that excitement for me. So that's something I'm going to do. Maybe if you're listening to this, pause it um, and go do that right now or wait till the end. Just make sure you do it today and make sure people know that you're thinking about them. Moving on to number eight, and it's sort of, it's quite funny that um, it follows on from obviously that sort of passionate rant that came out of nowhere there, is seek discomfort. You know, I look up now from where I'm recording this on my desk and I've got a flag that says it um, right above me, above my desk. So every time I come to work at this laptop, I think, how can I dare to be different? How can I chase um, something that's going to make me really challenge and find out about myself it's the reason that I always do these things in terms of challenges ultras marathons preps whatever I decide to do um, however I decide to adapt my body to do something that I wanted to do to, is to challenge myself mentally and it's to find out a little bit more about myself to process more to find out why I do certain things and to realize more about the layers that I have to me and it's something that I would say to anyone it doesn't matter what the event is sign up to an event um, it doesn't matter how big or small you think the challenge is find something that you think you couldn't do whether that be climbing your first hill whether that just be going for a run for five minutes uh, going up a Monroe signing up to a 10k race signing up to a half marathon signing up to a full marathon signing up to an ultra signing up to an Ironman whatever it is find a challenge whether it could just be that you're going to move every day for a month you know something like that or you're going to try and watch what you're eating or try and eat a wee bit healthier, whatever the challenge is for you, something that you can put a metric to, something you can sort of look at, tick the boxes and just seek discomfort will be the best thing that you ever do in terms of putting your body through something physically, often also challenges is your mind mentally and it will allow you to probably process some things that subconsciously you've been putting away that you've been refusing to accept or that you've been refusing to acknowledge in the first place as well. So that's number eight, seek discomfort and it's definitely a mantra that I live by and something that if I do get too comfortable, I'll often slap myself around the back and go, um, you know, seek discomfort, let's let's move, let's challenge, where's the next area that I'm going to learn more about myself and it doesn't have to be a challenge in that way, you know, thinking about this off the top of my head, agreeing to be a Movember ambassador was that challenge for me and it's something that, you know, in this period of time, in my life that is the big challenge like I say um, being open to share these sort of stories being open to speak my mind um, can be very draining it can be very exhausting and it can cause a lot of internal stress however by having that I've been forced to process a lot more things about my own story I've been forced to challenge myself in public speaking and I've been forced to admit that some days I don't want to talk some days that you know I don't want to record these podcasts I don't want to post on Instagram um, and I talk about that instead of whereas before I might shy away from it or I might have a post that I've already drafted up and just use that one instead. Now I say it and I'm honest and no one can say that they don't know how I feel because I will always tell everyone now and I'm more of an open book. And that's something I've had to learn, something I've put myself in an uncomfortable position and I've now learned the skill and it's a skill that I'm going to keep reinforcing. Moving on to number nine as a where this one is also getting bit longer due to the passionate rants and <laughs> which is quite odd to say that we've only got um four of these in total in this episode so yeah it's longer than the first one but hopefully you're still enjoying it number nine and this is like I said if you listen to the first episode this is came from a question on the radio show and i mentioned that my answer to a coping mechanism 
um, question was that there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach. And they then followed up with another question about communication and how obviously we speak about that everyone should talk, everyone should listen, and obviously communicating is the hardest skill of them all when it comes to your mental health. And this one's something that's really personal to me. I, as you can hear, I've got a bit of a croak in my uh, throat even just thinking about the reasons why um, this came to my mind. And it was something, you know, me and Robbie laughed about afterwards is that as soon as I said this, he turned to me and went, I love that. That's a quote that, you know, is definitely going to stick. It's definitely something that's one of them. It came off the tongue and yet there's actually a lot more deeper meaning to it. So it's definitely something that's been subconsciously brewing in my mind for a while. And it's just because you can't say everything doesn't mean you can't say anything. So I'm going to say that one more time and hopefully you can process it. Just because you can't say everything doesn't mean you can't say anything. And I can look at my journey of mental health and my mental struggles, my mental battles, and I think this one is the most important one to me. And it's one that even now I can't share my full story. I don't feel comfortable. I feel guilt. I feel overwhelmed. I feel anxious. I feel sad for the people that have to hear it that are close to me that didn't know it went on when it went on and I've felt like a fraud I've cried about it multiple times I've struggled to speak about it um even while being a Movember ambassador in the last couple of weeks over not being able to share my full story over not being able to tell it and like I said feeling like a fraud and that I'm not able to do that and like I said this came on the radio last night when they asked me about my own sort of struggles and the reason I highlighted it as such a key point is because as it says on the face of it, just because you can't say everything doesn't mean you can't say anything. You don't have to tell everyone and anyone your story, but you can tell them something. You can say that, you know, whether it's you just feel a little bit depressed that day, whether it's you just feel sad, whether it's you just feel overwhelmed, whether you feel anxious, whether it be with uni, with any stress, whether it be from physical exertion, whether it be with gym anxiety, Whatever the correlation is, you can mention parts of it. You don't have to tell everyone everything. And just by even saying some of it, you will feel better than if you say none of it. A problem shared is a problem halved. And it's so true in nature. It's cliche, but it is true. It will work and it will help you. So just because you can't say everything doesn't mean you can't say anything. Okay, so if you are someone listening to this that that's hit quite hard, hit quite deep, Maybe just reach out to someone and say that, you know, it's been a bit tough recently. You don't have to explain yourself. You don't have to say why. You just have to let them know, let a friend know, let a family member know that, you know, maybe can you just, can we communicate a little bit more this week? Maybe can we meet up for that coffee that we always postpone because we say we're too busy when, you know, we've just got a lot on, but we can take a morning off actually. So yeah, that was number nine. And yeah, like I said, that one's quite an emotional one to me that's quite present at the moment. Um, so once again, it's something that I'm going to work on. And yeah, you should too. Hopefully that's hit home. Um, yeah, let's move on to number 10. And um, sort of the finalised comment on this, obviously, like I said, in the first one, um, at the end of the first one, I have got more written down. Um, I wrote down a list of 20 at first, but obviously I wanted to keep it short and sharp because I don't want to waste all of your time. Um, but hopefully I've not wasted it. Um, so if you do do enjoy these, you have learned a lot from them, please let me know and I'll sit down and record some more because 
It's something that I've never seen spoken about before. Um, obviously, I've wrote in the bio of the first episode that you know I've seen so many TikToks, I've seen so many YouTube videos of PTs telling you that you know they wish that they knew that they didn't need to eat chicken and rice every day, or that they didn't need to snort their pre-workout or whatever shit they try and push off. That trying to be funny, um, but I've never seen a serious one done like this where it's just an open conversation about mental health and it's something that should be talked about more it's something that I want to be talked about more and it's a message that I believe so therefore I'm going to share it okay so please if you do enjoy it share it and yeah maybe tell more people about it number 10 is it never gets easier but you become more equipped to deal with the problem and this is because I always say this to people, um, the way that you label yourself is so important and just because you might not be as depressed as you were um, in the past doesn't mean that you'll never be depressed again. And that sounds really harsh to say on the surface, but what it actually means is that having this overall perspective is that there is no such thing as good or bad days, there's just days. You get to decide what they are, what they are and how you respond to them and some days will be better, some days will be worse, but what's more important is that we become more equipped to deal with whatever the way the day throws at us. So, you know, it's the same way if the weather is always different, but we learn as we grow older that if it's wet outside, you put a jacket on. It's the same way with our mental health. It never gets easier, but we do become more equipped to deal with the problem. And because we get more equipped, it's funny that the saying is actually wrong. It does become easier. And you do become more skilled. You become more skilled at talking. You become more skilled at communicating. You become more skilled at accepting and sitting with the problem. And you also become better at not dwelling too much on the problem and learning what your habits and processes are to get back to having that you know, normal baseline of feeling where it's no longer a good or a bad process. It's simply just being aware and being present in the moment. And I think that's all I need to say on it is that you know, that is my sort of overarching feeling towards mental health is that um, now and how I deal with my mental health is having that perspective, like I said, my tattoo's got many meanings and this is simply one of it, is that I've been to both ends of the spectrum. I've been, you know, the lowest of the lows and I've had the highest of the highs in so many areas, which, you know, you could jump at the cliches. Um, but having that overall perspective to realise that you know, if it wasn't for the for them lowest of the lows, I would never have known that the highest of the highs were the highest of the highs. And now I can seek that baseline level where, you know, I get to choose whether I want to have a good day or not, if I want to have a bad day or not. I get to choose to just accept how I react to things. It's not about having overall control. It's about how I react to the control that life has over me. So yeah, that was that was deep, that was emotional. Um, There's definitely a few little croaks in the throat and a few little tears came out within that as well. So hopefully you've enjoyed this mini-series, this two-part series. Like I said before, please share it if you have. And yeah, I've given a few tasks throughout both episodes. So get on board with them, check in on your mates and keep spreading the message that mental health is real, mental health is serious and it's something that we shouldn't be ashamed of talking about it's something that we should encourage talking about and yeah i'll see you again next week with an episode that might be about a specific challenge if we've publicized it by then or it might have already happened by then and we will be communicating how the challenge went so yeah 
thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you that listen to this and yeah, have a great week team.